0: In today's show, Bitcoin price taps 17,500 as traders in disbelief doubt crypto rally. That's right. The Bitcoin price action returns to 17,5 mark for the first time in almost a month, but traders refuse to flip bullish. Also in today's show, more details emerge on Twitter coins. And guess what? Cryptos are not included. I'll be breaking down the latest regarding this, as well as Cameron Winklevoss says there is no path forward as long as Barry Silbert remains the CEO of DCG in his most recent open letter. And DCG chief Barry Silbert responded penning a letter to shareholders and the crypto community reacts. I'll be breaking this down for you. Also in today's show, Galaxy Digital CEO Mike Novogratz says 2023 will be the year to survive for the crypto industry. And Explains why we'll be discussing this, as well as two catalysts which can fuel the Bitcoin rally to thirty thousand dollars, according to crypto analyst Mikhail Bende Pop. That's right, the crypto strategist says that the odds of a relief rally have been increasing recently and I think it looks good. All needs to be fueled by inflation dropping more than anticipated and the potential pause of hikes that will give the relief of Bitcoin towards 30,000-ish. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at cryptonewsalerts.net. Again, that's crypto news alerts. Net. And welcome everyone tuning in to today's live episode. I am your host, JV. Today is January eleventh. And again, this is pod episode number eleven hundred and sixty. Let's dive into today's crypto market watch. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently correcting back in the red, minus XRP pumping out over five percent for the day, trading just under 37 cents. You can see Bitcoin barely in the red, maintaining above 172, and Ether also in the red, down three-quarters of a percent. Maintaining just above $1,300 and checking out coinmarketcap.com. We can see the current crypto market cap sitting just above 853 billion with about 32 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. Bitcoin dominance back on the rise at 39.2% with the ether dominance at 19% even and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours. Mina leading the pack up five and a half percent trading above 50 cents followed by XRP up 6% trading at 37 cents followed by Stellar Lumens, which is a hard fork off of the XRP network. Trading at roughly eight cents up almost 2% for the day. And below that we have Monero and Hobby token and checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week. You can see we have Zelika up 20 or 32%. We got FTT, the native FTX token for some reason pumping 44%. Mind blowing if you're to ask me and Lido Dow up over 28% and checking out the crypto greed and fear index. We're back in fear with a 26. Yesterday was a 26th. Last week was a twenty. And last month, a 27 in fear. With that being shared, welcome to everyone just tuning in. Let me know if you are currently short-term bullish or bearish on the King Crypto as we dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Bitcoin staged a brief but promising return to 17.5 overnight on January 11th as news found strength lingered. And right here, you're looking at the Bitcoin one day candle chart. Now data from Cointelegraph Markets Point Trading View showed Bitcoin hitting a new local high of 17.5 on Bitstamp, almost tying with the peak from December 16th as Bitcoin's upside momentum against a backdrop of some of the lowest volatility ever seen over the holiday season. Traders and analysts anticipate an erratic reaction to upcoming macroeconomic data from the United States due January 12th, which is tomorrow. Right around the corner, the CPI print is expected to bolster the narrative that inflation is waning, offering a potential window of opportunity for risk assets. Nonetheless, many voices urge caution with signs of fundamental price support still lacking. Comments from Jerome Powell, the chairman of the Fed, had disappointed markets the day prior, avoiding mention of future policy or the state of the economy itself. The real breakout or dump will come on Thursday when CPI data is released. Let me know if you agree or disagree with popular trader Johnny, who summarized on crypto Twitter and a subsequent post cautioned on bull tweeting as Bitcoin sits under higher time frame resistance at 17.6. With Johnny previously urging followers not to feel the urge to FOMO, especially this week, as he shares here, CPI this week would whipsaw the prices back to where they were (laughs) last week and the conservative approach appeared symptomatic of the broader sense of apathy amongst market participants on the day with little belief that bitcoin could put in a sustained rally now the past week has seen continued low price predictions with some of the best known traders focusing on between 10 to 12 thousand dollars or even lower are we heading into disbelief said philip swift co-founder of trading platform decent trader a bearish take stayed firmly in place when it came to crypto capo who ignored the recent recovery across crypto to insist this was not A single bullish confirmation yet. Just look. It's there right before your eyes. Bearish trend is intact. He commented Bitcoin and most of the markets are testing broken supports as resistances. We have seen this over and over. Now let's discuss the altcoin volume, which is very concerning. Equally doubtful was the prognosis for alts with ether outperforming Bitcoin as the rally set in. ETH traded up nearly 17% versus its mid December lows of 1150 on January 10th. And looking at the trading volume dominance, we have martin a contributor at on-chain analytics platform cryptoquant who feared the worst quoting him here in the six or yeah in the six years of experience i noticed something important healthy and sustainable price movements start with bitcoin going up with ethereum and altcoins to follow usually when traders are getting bored on btc they start trading alts which are in general further on the risk curve this makes them very fragile and easy to squeeze facts in an accompanying chart shows altcoin volume dominance above 50 percent of the total potentially functioning at the writing of the wall for the bulls uh as shared here today altcoin dominance is again above 50 percent. obviously it doesn't have to be as heavy as these examples but be aware when altcoins continue to dominate there is a potential risk for further downside he added sage advice because do keep that in mind when bitcoin dumps The greater altcoin market dumps even harder. So if Bitcoin doesn't win, none of the altcoins are going to win. That's just the harsh reality of crypto. So welcome. With that being shared, now let's dive into our next story of the day and discuss Twitter coins, something Elon has been discussing and kind of hinting about and rolling out. And now it's in the forefront. But guess what? We were all expecting Bitcoin, potentially Doge as he's a Doge, you know, mega bull. But nonetheless, No crypto coins whatsoever? What in the world? Let's break it down, shall we? References to crypto or blockchain tech are nowhere to be found in the newly leaked images concerning... Twitter Coins, the platform's secret in development digital asset. Many in the community have been hoping the secret Twitter Coins project would involve crypto in some way after the project was first leaked in early December by tech bloggers Jane and Nima. Now, members of the Dogecoin community have been especially hopeful given Twitter CEO Elon's affiliation with the token in a December 4th Twitter Spaces event. Musk said he was still interested in integrating crypto with the social media platform. However, newly leaked images of the project's development shared by Wong on January 10th are devoid of any mention of crypto or blockchain technology he tweeted that no leaks so far have provided any indication that crypto will be involved. In Twitter coins, it seems to be an in-app currency to support the creators. I didn't find anything that relates to crypto currency. Very unfortunate if this is true. Now, the leaked images instead provide more light into the planned uses of the in-app digital currency. One of the images is a screenshot of the purported purchasing splash page for Twitter coins, which explains that the in-app currency will allow users to support creators who tweet. Great content as outlined right here in these tweets. Coins allow you to support creators who tweet great content. Unused coins are kept in your balance. Now this appears to be in reference to the platform's Twitter awards, which was also leaked a week earlier, January 5th, according to a tweet by Wong. Awards such as Mind Blown, Bravo, and Super Like can be sent to content creators on the platform at a cost denominated in Twitter coins. All I know is this, me personally, if this was cryptocurrency, such as the option to use Bitcoin, I'd be using it very frequently. But however, without crypto, I'm not as excited, but that's just me. Now the feature Similarities to Reddit's tipping and reward system, where Redditors use Reddit coins and send awards to other users who make a post, comment, or live video broadcast that they have enjoyed. Even purchasing Twitter coins won't involve crypto payments what the heck? At this stage, according to Wong, purchasing Twitter's digital currency will be enabled through fiat using Stripe. Now, Stripe is a fiat-based payments processing platform. Its founder, Jack Muller. Shout out to Jack. And uh yeah, it allows you to do all that good stuff. However, that's not to say crypto may not eventually play a part in the equation. So I hope when they have an update, he does make that big announcement as obviously this would be mega bullish on the entire crypto community. On April 22nd, Stripe announced that it began supporting payouts to select Twitter content creators and USD coin. Interesting, with payouts taking place over the Polygon slash Matic network. So there you have it. What are your thoughts regarding Twitter coins? And do you think eventually Elon will eventually incorporate crypto payments to uh, Twitter coins? Well, I hope so, because if not, it's a damn shame. And why is he using the word coin to begin with if he's not incorporating crypto? It just makes me really wonder. But nonetheless, now let's discuss the latest of what's going on with uh, Gemini co-founder Cameron Winklevoss and his open letter to Barry Silbert, which was last week. And now he wrote an open letter to DCG, ultimately uh, calling out Barry Silbert. So here we go. Cameron Winklevoss, co-founder of crypto exchange Gemini, has penned an open letter to the board of Digital Currency Group or DCG. That's right, saying that CEO Barry Silbert was unfit to run the company. In a January 10th letter, Winklevoss claimed Silbert and Genesis, a subsidiary of DCG, had defrauded more than 340,000 users who are part of the Gemini Earn program. The letter followed a January 2nd appeal on Twitter to Silbert directly, in which the Gemini co-founder said Genesis owed Gemini nine. $100 million, accusing the CEO of hiding between lawyers, investment bankers, and process. Gemini later notified its users that it had terminated its earned program effective as of January 8th. And by a show of hands, how many of you have ever dabbled on Gemini or were involved with the Gemini earned program? Let me know. I have never used the exchange personally. According to Winklevoss, Genesis lent more than $2.3 billion to Three Arrows Capital, a move which ultimately left the crypto firm with a loss of $1.2 billion once the hedge fund failed in June 2022. He claimed that Silbert, DCG, and Genesis orchestrated a carefully crafted campaign of lies starting back in July of 2022 in an effort to show DCG had injected the funds into Genesis by including a 10-year permissionary note as part of its assets. Winklevoss alleged Genesis CEO Michael Morrow was complicit in this duplicity by issuing false and misleading statements on social media regarding DCG providing capital to Genesis. In addition, he claimed that certain DCG personnel had worked behind the scenes to cover the lack of adequate capitalization at Genesis. And according to the Gemini co-founder, any accounting irregularities of which DCG and Silver had been a part of might have been overlooked had FTX not collapsed within a matter of months. He alleged there was recursive trades between Three Arrows Capital and Grayscale Bitcoin Trust and what he called effectively swap transactions for Genesis or Bitcoin for GBTC, a move in which Genesis eventually lost and did not adequately report on its balance. Sheets. Quoting them here, this misrepresentations, these were the hand designed to make it appear as if Genesis was solvent and able to meet its obligation to lenders without DCG actually committing to the financial support necessary to make this true. DCG warned to have its cake and eat it too, as Cameron Winklevoss calls Silvert out in the letter. And in a statement to Cointelegraph, DCG spokesperson called the letter a desperate and unconstructive policy stunt, claiming Winklevoss and Gemini were solely responsible for operating Gemini Earn, and marketing the program to its customers. The firm suggested it could pursue legal action if necessary. So unfortunately, they're just pointing the finger... Blaming everyone but themselves. Now Silbert addressed some of the Winklevoss claims in a January 10th letter to shareholders, which are going to be breaking down in great detail, which leads us to our next story of the day. So now let's dive into Barry Silbert's response to Cameron Winklevoss. Check it. The crypto community woke up to another drama-filled day, to say the least, after the digital currency group chief reflection went wrong. Uh, the DCG chief, Barry Silbert, penned a letter to the shareholders January 10th, reflecting the state of the crypto market and the growing foot around the company. DCG is obviously the parent company of Genesis Global Capital, a crypto lending firm, and Grayscale, the world, world's leading crypto asset manager. In the letter, Silbert addressed the following issues around DCG and its subsidiaries. Owing to the bear market and FTX contagion, he said bad actors and the implosion of leading crypto companies have wrecked havoc on the industry. And noted that DCG and many of our portfolio companies are not immune to the effects of present turmoil. How many of you actually read this? thread from Barry Silbert, which was released yesterday? Let me know in the comments right down below. In the latter half of the letter, Silbert addresses some of the raging questions around its relationship with FTX, the loan agreement with Genesis, and more. He said that Genesis had a trading and lending relationship with Three O's Capital and had invested a quarter million dollars in FTX's Series B funding round early July 2021, and DCG also borrowed $500 in USD between January and May 2022 at interest rates of 10-12%, to 12% and currently owes Genesis Capital almost $450 million in USD, and 4550 Bitcoin, worth approximately $78 million, which matures in May 2023. However, what puzzled the crypto community more was the fact that Silbert avoided addressing Winklevoss's accusations that came just hours before his letter. Winklevoss penned an open letter to the board of DCG on January 10th saying Barry Silbert was unfit to run the company. He also accused Silbert of defrauding the customers and hiding behind lawyers, which it seems like he he is doing Genesis reportedly owes 900 million dollars to Gemini one user on Twitter wrote that the letter is an indication that people might, might not be getting their money back another user questioned silver's tactics for buying gbtc shares by selling borrowed Bitcoin and wrote so you borrowed bitcoins sold them and bought gbtc shares not sure how you hedge gbtc long positions with bitcoins otherwise other members of the community accused silver of deflecting the allegations at hand and also called the letter a PR tactic as share." by King Kong, layman terms, I'm wrecked and can't pay Cameron Tyler, the Winklevoss twins, or Gemini, but I did some neat things along the way. Now, a few users went on to compare his tactics to the Terraform Labs co-founder, do Quan, while others speculated that the letter hinted at a possible firing for Silbert and that he might lose his job in the coming weeks. So there you have it. How do you feel that this debacle is likely to unfold between Gemini and the Winklevoss twins and DCG and Barry Silbert, who is the owner of almost everything in the crypto space, including the digital currency group. Uh, I mean, the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, the largest Bitcoin trust in the world, as well as Coindesk, which is the largest publication for cryptocurrency, as well as 200 other crypto companies, which have been invested in by DCG. It'll be interesting to see. And do you feel that this contagion can likely drastically impact the Bitcoin price if something was to happen to potentially DCG or Gemini? Let me know in the comments right down below. With that being shared, now let's discuss a year of survival for 2023 as per Mike Novogratz, the billionaire himself says that challenges lay ahead in the digital asset space after a big washout in 2022, but that Crypto is not going anywhere. Facts. we here to stay. In a new interview with CNBC, the CEO of Galaxy Digital, says 2023 is now the year to focus on survival after so much market turmoil. 2022 was a grand washout for growth stocks and for crypto, and so anything associated with it, especially what was growth, and I mean that we had big costs and revenue shrinking. We got hammered, as many of the crypto stocks did. Novogratz also touches upon Coinbase, which just announced it is laying off nearly a 1000 and employs another 20% of their staff due to the crypto bear market. He says CEO Brian Armstrong and the company are making the right decision to keep the crypto exchange financially healthy putting him here. I think CEOs, Brian Armstrong at Coinbase and any rational CEO is doing the right thing. The outlook for crypto is not horrible, but it is not great. We got great regulatory headwinds that we didn't have before. We got time to heal and rebuild narrative. And so people are going to cut costs and survive this transition period. Crypto is not going away. What's been interesting is the price of Bitcoin and Ethereum has held pretty steady the last few months. It's actually gone up in the last few days. If you had to sell, there was a lot of bad news out there. You sold. If you were Leverage You got out of your leverage, and it is a pretty clean market right now. Novogratz says that despite the setbacks, his company, Galaxy Digital, continues to double down in the crypto space, including a recent purchase of a Bitcoin mining operation in Texas. Quitting Novogratz here, we have bought a Big mining facility in Texas. We bought GK8, a self-custody company in Israel. We are leaning in and we think it is appropriate, but we're also sober understanding that 2023 is a year you want to survive. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Novogratz to watch this video he recently did on CNBC entitled Galaxy Digital CEO Mike Novogratz, 2022 was grand. Check the show notes below the video in the description, which leads us to our final story of the day and the moment. You have all been waiting for. Let's discuss a potential thirty thousand dollar Bitcoin price prediction in the coming months, as per two very bullish catalysts. That crypto analyst, Mikal pop Put on his radar here, the crypto strategist tells his 664,000 Twitter followers Bitcoin has been grinding up as of late and that a big bounce is in the cards. Bounce. Let's get it. Quitting him here, the odds of relief rally have been increasing recently, and I think it looks good and need to be fueled by inflation dropping more than anticipated and the potential pause of hikes. That will give the relief of Bitcoin towards Thirty thousand dollars ish, and at this time, Bitcoin is changing hands just above seventeen three. So, a move toward Van Pop's target suggests an upside potential of over seventy two percent for the king crypto. Send it, let's get it. In an effort to combat high inflation, the Fed raised interest rates multiple times last year, taking the Fed funds rate from between zero percent and a quarter of a percent January twenty twenty two between to between four and a quarter percent to four and a half percent by December. Now, a high interest rate environment is typically bearish for risk assets like Bitcoin and crypto, as investors have to pay more in borrowing costs to fund new investments. That's right. Now, meanwhile, a pivot in the Fed's tight monetary policies can trigger an influx of investments into risk assets. Van de Pop also says he is waiting for the release of the latest CPI print, which is slated for tomorrow, January 12th. Traders keep a close watch on CPI data to see whether inflation is on the retreat, as it could pressure the Fed to reconsider its hawkish stance. And looking closer to King Crypto, Van de Pop expects Bitcoin to pull back. Before the Bulls can take out resistance at seventeen thousand five hundred, quitting him here. Bitcoin did continue the rally and gets into resistance. Doubt will break out in one go. Needs clear conviction in the coming twenty-four hours. Otherwise, bearish divergence is possible on the lower time frame. Needs to stay above seventeen thousand three fifty in order to continue rallying. Otherwise, this is a fake out. Let me know if you agree or disagree with crypto analysts. He also recently tweeted, it's funny, price acting at 165. Bitcoin will drop to 12,000, price acting at 17.4. Bitcoin will pump to 25,000 and the bull market has started. That's the overall perspective of the greater crypto community. But let me know if you feel Bitcoin will likely reach his target of 30,000 this year for 2023. And if so, what do you think will be the main bullish catalyst to fuel the Bitcoin price to skyrocket another 78%. I'll let you boy. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.